welcome to Let's Talk Weddings. We are your Scottish wedding. Your go-to wedding planning magazine, both in print and online. From inspiration to realisation, plan your perfect wedding with us. This is the podcast to learn about the Scottish wedding industry. Find out about the good, the bad and the magical that the Scottish wedding industry has to offer. From suppliers to real life weddings, our own take on everything weddings. We promise you'll have a fantastic time listening. Welcome to Let's Talk Weddings with your Scottish wedding. Let's plan your perfect wedding. of it it does actually look like it could be a giant mosquito net to put over a tent at an outdoor <laughs> wedding to make sure that you don't get bitten by mozzies <laughs> maybe they played that parachute game where everyone holds the side and then they throw it up here and sit on it <laughs> i mean she did look stunning though oh yeah totally today's episode we are covering everything that has to do with celebrity weddings so katie why don't you start us off on celebrity weddings and why is it so important to talk about them because this i think in the world of tiktok in the world of reality tv this is why we're getting so much of our inspiration today for weddings and i also may just have binge watched courtney and travis's wedding at the weekend so uh <laughs> of the moment for me and the time to talk about everything that we love from the world of celebrity weddings right from princess grace's iconic wedding dress which i don't know how many copycat dresses we've seen like that to what we're not liking courtney kardashian's wedding dress being a huge example for me to the ones that we're absolutely adoring and crushing on right now sophie habu's wedding from the weekend when she married jamie lang is my new absolute fave look for a wedding which will change again the moment I see the next celebrity bride or groom getting married but that is the one for me that right now so pick one of them let's um have a look at them as a team and analyze it and say what we like or don't like about them so which one would you like to start with well like I said I think Princess Grace is the go-to starting point for so many celebrity wedding dresses you know it was actually I think one of her Hollywood costume designers who ended up designing her wedding dress and it's just iconic you know everyone knows who we're talking about as soon as we're talking about Princess Grace um knows what that dress looks like um from the lace very very fitted bodice at the top right down to the full skirt you know, all you have to do is look at Kate Middleton's dress, which very much reintroduced lace again when everybody else had been on a more plain um, fabric before that. But Kate Middleton is a direct, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, descendant of Grace Kelly's dress. So we've got that. Then you go on to Nikki Hilton's dress, which looked very, very similar vein. But yeah, I think we cannot speak about celebrity wedding dresses without starting off with Grace Kelly. I mean, when I think traditional wedding dress, that is the type of dress that I would think of as well. 
long trains and like you said lots of lace a bit of a poof to the skirt it's the ultimate fairy tale dress really isn't it mm, and it's definitely. timeless it'll never look dated it'll always be a classic choice and look stunning I really like uh, Middleton's way to do it of doing the almost like it looks like a, a a shirt on top I don't know what the technical term is but having that lace just coming over the top rather than the whole dress from what it looks like on the pictures, I thought that was quite pretty and quite clean. It modernized it. It brought it up to date. Versus Nikki's going all the way up to the neck. Maybe it's just me. I don't mm -hmm. like things around my neck, but that kind of looks a bit more traditional old school. Whereas Middleton's kind of, like you said, modernized it and made it a bit more showy, I, I guess, but in a very a demure way. Yeah, I think that is a common concern as well when you're wedding dress shopping. I know that we've written features on this before. Um, our writer Claire set out with a very specific set of criteria she'd imposed upon herself when she was looking for her dress. And Claire wanted the covered up look, but I know that so many other women will go in thinking, I don't want to feel hot. I don't want to feel flustered. I don't want that all over look. So yeah, like you say, I think Kate's dress has modernized it, but also you think maybe it is the more dare I say, comfortable look for her wedding too that's going to make her feel more at ease or as at ease as you can when you've got millions of people watching you on your wedding day. Absolutely. Mel, how do you feel about them? Um, I I think they're like timeless. I do. I love it. I agree with you with not liking that um, sort of dress that goes up to your neck and sort of holds you in the neck. I think that would make me feel a bit uncomfortable but I love the sleeves I'm so here for the sleeves but that's what makes like the interchangeable collections such a great idea because then you can add sleeves you could take them off later in the evening if you wanted to pull them off and I suppose with these dresses that were like Kate Middleton's and uh, Nikki Hilton's that we're looking at that sort of top half could come off I'm sure it reveals like a maybe a sweetheart neckline or Kate Middleton's has got like quite kind of a plunging V uh, there so I suppose they could remove that section for later on but yeah I, I want to feel a bit sexy in my wedding dress which I suppose is a bit of a no-no for a royal <laughs> so it's probably not what I would go for but you can all agree that they do look stunning you can't deny it's not a, a classic timeless gorgeous look so Katie, you mentioned watching Courtney and Travis's wedding, binging it this weekend. Um, and we've got a picture up on the screen in front of us. My initial thought when I saw it is just Vegas wedding, which again, isn't my cup of tea, but. Yeah, it screams Little White Chapel, um, but <laughs> the veil is stunning. I really love the veil. Yeah, I am down for the veil. I love as well. I didn't realise, I thought when I first saw the veil, obviously this is Dolce and Gabbana. I thought this is just their classic look to kind of like iconography from the church and it's the Madonna on the veil. But then when I watched the documentary, she's like, this is a direct copy of your tattoo, Travis's tattoo. And I thought, what a gorgeous way to pay tribute to your husband on your wedding day. Mm. Absolutely hit yeah, that hits the mark for personalizing it. Yeah. The veil and, is know, stunning. And I think the dress really lets it down. Like she yeah. did this amazing thing and having that tie in uh, of the design time, but also the fact that it is a tattoo is lovely and so beautiful. And he looks dapper as anything. 
but I feel like the short mm-hmm. dress that kind of it kind of just looks like an over a, a too large corset in my head as though the corset is I, a bit too long uh so to me the, it just really let down the look of the veil and yeah. I think as well when you're doing short dresses like I mentioned Sophie Habu's from the weekend when she married Jamie Lang, she's doing a short dress and it is that kind of, well, hers was more draped because it is the classic um, Vivian Westwood dress, uh, mini dress. And it's draping, it's beautifully fitted. There is that, that Westwood sort of corsetry at the core of it. But just having it that wee bit longer, it's not looking like oversized underwear. Like Courtney's dress just reminds me of the girdles that I used to see in my granny's washing line. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it's the bit that comes down at the front but then it's totally sheer over the hips and no I I actually saw another um clip from because I'm a complete Kardashians binge watcher but uh Courtney was asking her sister Chloe did you like my wedding dress and Chloe's like it's okay it, you know there's nothing about it that to me screams amazing celebrity wedding where you have two of the world's top designers at hand designing your dress I think when it comes to embroidered veils though because we saw it was it Nicola Peltz had an had a embroidered veil as well it said like bride to be or something embroidered into the veil I might be getting that wrong Hayley Bieber's that's right I knew it was someone quite recent um but then it's the same with this like you say having the tattoo embroidered into the veil it's it's really really gorgeous it's really special and I think we're going to see a lot more of that sort of including something personal into the veil I could definitely see myself doing that and it is nice but just looking at her wedding dress from the back it actually just looks like she's wearing a corset and some white pants and underwear as an underwear granny pants type thing it doesn't look like she's even wearing a dress it It wasn't the veil yeah I think it would have been much nicer if it was just like a straight, almost like a nighty type dress, like a really simple white dress. But I don't know about you guys. I just feel like if you've got a long train, you've got a long veil, you need to have a longer dress. And I'm trying to think of other examples uh, where I've seen it done with a long train and a shorter dress. Nothing is springing to mind right now, but I know... The general rule of thumb is if you're going long train, make sure your train is at least five inches longer than the length of your dress, than your dress train. Because, you know, what's the point in having a fabulous cathedral length veil if you're not going to really make a statement of it? Which is something that Courtney, in fairness, does. She does. And and it's definitely at least five inches longer than the dress. I think her dress sits really high up in the back as well. It's like, it's not got a nice sort of um, feminine back shape to it where it shows a nice bit of her back. It's almost sitting right up high under her armpits and right up along across her shoulder blades. It's mm. There's a lot I don't like about that dress. I completely agree with you. I think we all know we've seen her look amazing in other outfits and it's just, I just feel like she's, let herself down a little bit here but but you know also that I was just about to say this with the wedding guests um because Marlon you brought up court uh Chloe on the screen here the wedding guests looked fabulous all in archive Dolce and Gabbana uh-huh and like I feel like they had more of a fashion moment on on Courtney's day oh yeah 
I mean, even there, you can tell that the dress is sheer, but it's done in such a feminine way that it doesn't feel outright like you can see underwear or anything. But obviously, you can see that it's darker around where her underwear would be, but it just it it looks very feminine and chic as opposed to you forgot to put your wedding dress on. <laughs> yeah, Chloe's black lace, like tiered um lace um dress with the off the shoulder that's really really stunning and black I think we're probably gonna see a lot of black bridal bridesmaid dresses as, as well I think it's a bit of a jump for brides to want to go for a black dress there will be some brides who are so here for wearing a black wedding gown but um I think a nice little transition to include that nod to having black in your wedding day would be to have your bridesmaids in black so speaking of black wedding dresses, I really liked Sarah Jessica Parker's black dress that she wore in 1997. Yeah, stunning. Absolutely stunning. There's nothing about this look that I don't love. It doesn't scream wedding, but, you know, all you have to do is look at the pictures of them. You know it's their wedding day. And it's just, of course, SJP is going to do something a little bit different. Because I, I was actually wondering if black wedding dresses was going to be something more thanks to um Wednesday Adams and a bit more of a gothic vibe but it took me by surprise that she had done it so early on or in my perception of what is early on so it's something that kind of has always been there but maybe a bit more of an undercurrent not seen as often I suppose black was more the norm until it was only Queen Victoria who really popularized white as a wedding dress you know oh, before really? that you would just honestly yeah, you would just have worn your Sunday best. And for a lot of people, it would be being a darker material beforehand. So it's only really in the last, what, century and a half, two centuries that we've been seeing the white wedding dresses coming to the fore. But there's, excuse me, other examples of black wedding dresses. I think Dita Von Teese was, you know, she was really dark purple, I'm pretty sure, in her wedding dress. But yeah, coloured wedding dresses and black have been around for quite some time. What is the tradition behind having a veil? Oh gosh, now you're asking. This goes back centuries. I'm sure there's mentions of it in Roman times. And I think one understanding was it was to ward off evil spirits so that they wouldn't recognize the bride and would cover up the bride. And then I think sometimes, um, I don't think I'm making this up, uh, it used to be that the bridesmaids would wear them as well um, and so that the groom wouldn't really see in the day of arranged marriages too. I say it adds that modesty to the to a wedding look so sort of a traditional church wedding where you know you would be very pure as a bride in white with a veil it's probably not doesn't add um, a lot of brides today probably don't have that. So, so I want still we're seeing with church weddings an idea of having some sort of a cover-up especially if you have gone for like a very low revealing dress we'll still see brides with a bolero or something around their shoulders um if it is like a very very high church wedding so would you wear a short wedding dress at a church wedding if I had the legs for it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> to have his wedding dress but honestly for me she was absolutely flawless on her wedding day and but then there's 
short wedding dresses like hers which showed off all the leg and then there's other possibly more demure ones or like Audrey Hepburn's classic pink Givenchy mini dress I wouldn't have called it I don't think it's mini by today's standards and also because she wore her flat shoes which I'm pretty sure were Ferragamas because I'm sure that was a lifelong affinity she had for that brand but renowned for wearing flats so why would she not do it on her wedding dress and just look so effortless um I think that's actually her first a different one that's brought up there she had two three marriages but yeah she did it so simply and just this beautiful sort of coil neck pink very very light blush pink Givenchy dress and it was just stunning I think a short dress works really well in an urban setting. So um, Sophie's at a registry office and they're walking through the you know centre of London in Kensington and it just works really nicely. They're walking through the street, they're wearing sunglasses. They look really, really cool. They went for lunch. It was quite casual. Um, so it would have been strange for her to be in this big ball gown, traipsing and streets of London I mean she could show off her shoes those stunning Jimmy shoes but I think when they go to Seville in May to get married again and have the larger affair I'm sure she'll be in a long gown so she's been able to experience the best of both worlds and she'll really have that really elegant long you know church style uh, wedding dress that you would see do you think there is a connection of people choosing their wedding dress based on the venue or how the day is going to go like like you said if they're getting married in a busy city not having a long one do you think that's more of a trend coming up now I think it's always been there to an extent um and yeah even just looking back at my granny's wedding dress was relatively not short because it was the 30s 40s but it was definitely more of a midi length dress um and, but yeah, I think definitely your venue can dictate a lot, especially with your veil too, because, you know, you're only ever going to do the cathedral length veil in a proper, when you've got the aisle to properly show it off and give you the length to walk down to give you that whole um, showstopper moment. So interestingly, Courtney on her walk-in, even though she had, I don't know how many men holding her veil for kept getting stuck on the wall on the steps down to her ceremony. And then you see Priyanka Chopra her wedding veil she must have had an army of men just holding this huge veil which to me it was too much it was yes it was this fabulous uh wedding outdoor wedding but you know I think it wasn't the most detailed uh dress in the or veil in the world either so it just looked like a big stretch of chill to me with nothing more really to add interest to it it does look like tool, doesn't it? It's just one that there's no detail to it. It's just, just the veil. A tent, A tent yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know Tool's quite on trend this year, but I just don't see this taking off. No. I mean, the size of it, it does actually look like it could be a giant mosquito net to put over a tent at an outdoor <laughs> wedding to make sure that you don't get bitten by mozzies. <laughs> Maybe they played that parachute game where everyone holds the side and then they throw it up in the air and sit on it. I mean, she did look stunning, though. Oh, yeah, totally. But, yeah, I think, 
you know, she's a stunning woman anyway, but I just don't think the veil added anything really to the wedding. She didn't need it that length. Now, how about Ariana Grande's wedding? Just because that's one of the say. ones that came up here. I really yeah. like the simplicity in it. I love Ariana Grande's look there. That's the sort of sexy look that I would be going for on my day. I don't want a big ball gown. You want something sort of nice sleek material, something that shows off a nice back and the cute little bow veil, very similar to what Sophie Habu had. I think it hits every mark for me. Totally. And you could wear this in an urban setting or in a, a church setting or, you know, in any kind of venue. I think it would work really nicely. It transitions from day to night really well. It's just really lovely. And she's put a bit more personality in her veil, hasn't she, with having that bow there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when she married, this is where we were just maybe on the cusp of statement bows starting to be everything at a wedding too. And uh, yeah, like you say, Mel, she just absolutely hits the mark with this. There's nothing I don't love about this look. Absolutely. So Katie, you've introduced me to this whole Room 101 thing. Do you want to explain it and how we play this lovely game? <laughs> room 101 is, gosh, it must have been going the game show here for years and years but basically we all have to make our case for something that we cannot stand that we will consign to room 101 never to be seen again and yeah so whether it be a celebrity wedding dress or a groom's look I think we can all state our case for a certain room 101 look and I think it comes as no surprise I'm sorry Courtney but your dress is going in room 101 for me so many other ways and it's just when you're being outshone by your guests I think veil keep the veil but dress just wasn't doing it for me yeah I completely agree I think the dress is so tacky and it's it's crazy that when you've got a budget like a Kardashian that you can get it just so wrong you know you can think you're going with a designer that guarantees you a, a perfect wedding dress but it just shows you that you can't buy class <laughs> I feel mean seconding in on that one or thirding in on that one, but I think I would agree. Um, it just, it, it didn't, it, it felt like half of her costume just wasn't even there. Uh, well, I've got a potentially unpopular opinion for another 101 dress that yeah. I and that is Lily Collins' dress. So oh. inspired by Grace Kelly, and I'm sorry, it's probably a really unpopular opinion, but I think she's just done too much. So I'll explain why I don't. So it's a bit too modest. Like I say, I want a bit of a sexy dress, and this, like, she's covered in everything. All you can see is her hands. She has sleeves down to her wrists. She has a dress up to her chin. She has a headdress, and she has a cape. So she's pretty much in full cover up I, I this is the this is the image that I'm looking at just now you know pick one or the other you know I think she's just put too many layers on there I do love it I really love it but it is also reminiscent of her role in Little Red Riding Hood right yeah do I do. Uh, it's given Little Red Riding Hood vibes for sure I love it and it's weird because Nikki Hamilton like her one with the neck that went up there I didn't like I didn't like her dress 
But I think it was because there was sections that was just the white with no lace. And then that part was the lace. So it felt like it was strangling. Whereas because her entire dress, Lily Collins dress, is lace. To me, it just looks really classic and elegant and very unique as well. But I wonder if it's also because she's got the skin tone and the hair to kind of counterbalance that much white and that much lace. It looks beautiful. Whereas Nikki's, because she is pale and she's blonde, it just didn't suit her aesthetics, I felt, having a dress like that. Whereas Lily Collins, I think it matches her complexion and her hair so beautifully. And she kind of looks like that little petite woman that can pull off something like that. So yeah, I, I See, love I it. I think it's the opposite. She's this little petite woman who is covered in fabric, albeit a very gorgeous, intricate lace fabric. I can I can agree it's a gorgeous, was it Ralph Lauren? It's it's sun in fabric. But where is she inside it? You know, I think we've got to unfurl all these layers to find your bride <laughs> on the web. All we can see right now are some fingers and a face. Isn't that funny how we can see two dress to see the same thing in such a different way? And look, it's such a beautiful day when she's getting married. She must be roasting, absolutely roasting. See, I would counter that as well because I burn so easily that that to me is probably a smart decision. And if I get married one day, I should probably cover up like that because I want to get married outdoors <laughs> if I don't want to show up with loads of red skin a few days later on a honeymoon. <laughs> a need for sun cream in that dress. Definitely not. But if you see her without the veil, again, I just, I think she looks stunning in just like that, just the dress part without the veil on as well. Or the cape. Yeah, Joe, once you remove the layers, I start to really appreciate it. And that I think that's where it just was too much. She's just covered head to toe. Although I do quite like the reference to Little Red Riding Hood. It definitely is given those vibes. It is, um, yeah. She's a girl, so she could obviously wear anything and still look stunning. But yeah. I think yeah, it just goes against what I want for my day. And that is that sort of little bit of a sexy touch to my look. Um, and that is just the complete opposite of that. It's very, it's, it's modest personified that dress completely. <laughs> Bring up um, Kim Kardashian's dress because that's another one that's probably controversial. Oh, Kim's, I loved Kim's. Did you love that? No, I'll tell you the one bit I didn't love was the like belted section at the back where her the line of the dress still skimmed underneath the belt but no I loved that dress and I think it was such a different look for Kim when you'd seen her do princess vibes and Hollywood vibes at her other three wedding dresses when she married Chris Humphreys I thought this was a complete departure and a lot more of a grown-up look for Kim too and she wasn't just like doing celebrity wedding by numbers and ticking all the boxes of this is what I have to look like from my fairy tale entrance and this is my next look and this is my next look I just thought she looked stunning yeah I mean she, she, I think she could wear anything and still look stunning and she's got such a beautiful body silhouette that you can cover it in quite a modest dress and she still pulls it off I'm sure if I put that on I would look terrible like it's like a t-shirt <laughs> neckline it starts at the top like she's just wearing a, a plain white t-shirt I agree with the belt section that feels 
bizarre it doesn't seem to fit in without that it would just look quite nice as though it's going into a v at her waist and out again over her hips but the belt just breaks it up breaks up her her body um which i don't think is a good look i suppose so for kim when you have got this amazing hourglass figure why would you not accentuate that tiny wee waist in the midst of her lovely curves too but I think it would accentuate without the belt. I think that would look better yeah. without that belt in the middle because the belt actually breaks it up and make her makes her look like a Barbie doll that you can like take apart at the waist <laughs> and then stick back down together. But for me, she just look, nailed the whole hair and makeup look too. Yeah, just everything, very effortless looking, the sleeked back hair, but I'm sure it wasn't effortless. I'm sure she had a glam squad working away on it for hours in advance, but <laughs> yeah. She Something I saw recently was um, to do with Friends, the, you know, the TV series Friends and Monica's dress that she was go going to buy, um, that she had sort of an altercation in the shop with the woman and she ended up not being able to have that dress. And then the dress that she actually wore on her wedding day and everyone was saying how it was such the right choice because the original dress was this sort of, you know, poofy ball gown Cinderella dress that just did nothing for her. And then the dress she actually wore on her wedding day was this gorgeous um, sort of like a satin tight fitting gown that just really complimented her in every way. Mm. Um, so that was a, a very happy accident for Monica Geller there. I did like the dress that she got married in. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yes, done in. So we've talked about Room 101s for women. Do we have any for men? Yes. I brought up this picture. Um, I was just doing a bit of a scroll yesterday and David Lauren, when he married Lauren Bush, and I don't know if it's just their wedding photography. It's like, honestly, he looks like Abraham Lincoln in this look and it's just... <laughs> too much as the old sort of frock coat and the chains for his pocket watch and I think there's a ruffle on his shirt and the wing collar this man would not look out of place in like 1850 not it's not a dress for modern times and his wife is stunning standing there in this absolutely beautiful dress again we've got the lace we've got a plique um the long sleeves the sweetheart neckline the gorgeous veil but he's just, you know, he, he looks like he could be your dad standing next to her in this. And it's it's not for me. Do you know, I think they actually match really nicely because I think it might be the headband that she's got around her head to hold up the veil. Mm. To me, that complements mm. the whole pocket watch thing that he's got going on. It's very period. It looks, yeah. it wouldn't look out of, out of place, I think, in a period film, but his look for me it's just you know it's your wedding day could have could have tried harder but it looks like they did do a period wedding i'm just seeing one here where they're actually being pulled by a horse and cart yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the pictures that they've released are black and white or a lot of them seem to have been put into black and white so it does feel like they really that they chose to do a period wedding Anyway, that's it for me. Case each to their own, not for me. And speaking of could have tried harder, I think we can all agree that the the wedding of Pam Anderson and Kid Rock 
was oh god yeah. <laughs> and Kid Rock could have definitely tried harder than just putting on a pair of jeans <laughs> so on that would you allow your husband to be to get married in shorts absolutely not no <laughs> in what, in what is that ever going to be a good look <laughs> a beach wedding a very casual beach wedding maybe <laughs> yeah, very casual if it's the two of us eloping some <laughs> random called in from the surf maybe but no you can wear them on the honeymoon <laughs> not before <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could steal a celebrity wedding moment for your own wedding and hang the expense, what would it be? Ooh. I've got one for this. So I've just come across as a complete Kardashian fan girl here, but again, having watched Courtney's wedding at the weekend and just uh, Andrea Bocelli rocked up for that one too. And all the moment I'm thinking, oh, well, this is complete. Like they must just have him on speed dial because he sang at Kim and Kanye's wedding too. But I would have the Andrea Bocelli rendition from Kim and Kanye's wedding not from Courtney and Travis's wedding um when it was all the more traditional Italian songs and singing Ave Maria as she walked down the aisle you know if I have their budget I'm going for that I'm bringing in my Italian tenor (laughs) (laughs) I think as well all the florals that we could steal from celeb weddings if we had the budget of course I'm going to do floral arch right around the church doors and really go for it I would steal their budget for florals I will agree to that but I think what I would do is just do plants so that I can keep them all afterwards (laughs) (laughs) and you've got the house as well to match when you've got that budget exactly do you know I've got a new one for room 101 Snooki's wedding dress she looks like a giant marshmallow (laughs) she looks like the lady (laughs) that your grand covers the toilet roll with (laughs) There, there is a woman in there somewhere. <laughs> and what's with her bouquet? What is that? I it do not like know. It looks like a ball of tinfoil. Someone just wrapped up a load of tinfoil into a ball shape and given it to her. Painted it white. So Mel, have you thought of something that you would steal from a celebrity wedding? So I don't think there's maybe like one thing from a particular wedding, but I, I really like the... Um, a wedding abroad, a beach wedding. Um, Adam Devine and Chloe Bridges' wedding um, was gorgeous. It was down at Newport Beach in California. Um, it looked really relaxed. Um, it just looked like a lot of fun. I don't know, maybe that's a lot to do with the couple themselves. Um, but I would very much go for a, a sort of relaxed beachfront affair, I think. But then again, it's, it's all to do with budget, isn't it? So I would just, I would want their budget and then I could make it the perfect day, I'm sure. <laughs> I really like the um, registry office wedding. That's something that we don't really do up in Scotland, I suppose, because we can have a legal celebrant ceremony, whereas in England, they have to have that legal registry office part of it if they don't want to get married in a church or licensed venue. Um, so I quite like that idea of being able to prolong it and have a day where you do this short dress, casual, inner city chic day. And then you can also go and do your wildly um, opulent ball gown or 
you know, long dress and veil and have like a proper, you know, set a ceremony style day on top of it. So yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that now, but maybe it's because I'm greedy and I want two weddings. Two days. weddings. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll do an at-home wedding and then I'll go abroad and I'll have my beach wedding as well. <laughs> So let's move on to decor. So we've talked um, groom's look and bride's look. Let's look at decor itself. We already know that I would steal all the plants for everything minus Snooky's bouquet. Um, what would, in fact, but I'm I'm consigning to room 101 Snooky's bouquet. <laughs> I know it's not decor, <laughs> but it's getting chucked in there. <laughs> Well, while we're at it, can we also put the Beckham's thrones in there? I know that was a trend that sparked so many copycat thrones up and down the country. And apologies to anybody who loves them, anybody listening who is planning them. They're not for me. Mm -mm. Nope. Unless it's a royal wedding, you don't get a throne. Yeah, <laughs> like a proper rock and roll wedding with lots of metal being played or just rock music. Kid Rock basically should have a throne. <laughs> <laughs> should we move on to royal weddings? Because, yes, we've talked about celebrities. We've talked about our reality kings and queens. But, you know, we've got a coronation coming up. We're about to see, you know, all the pomp and circumstance that comes with that. We've had however many royal weddings in the last 10 years or so, or slightly more. Will and Kate must have celebrated or be up for celebrating about... 12 years now and I don't think I don't think we can discuss a celebrity wedding without going down the royals route so from thrones to royals to real real thrones and real, real thrones <laughs> <laughs> well I've already said that I've really liked Middleton's dress I thought that it was stunning very elegant controversially I'm going to say I was not a huge fan of Megan's day dress. Oh, really? How I just, come? I thought Megan probably did what all of us brides could be guilty of and maybe hadn't had that last fitting to make it really, really sit her perfectly. I thought it almost looked too big in places and it just... I, for me, that was the dress that she should wear, you know, her sort of, I'm becoming a royal, this is my royal wedding dress, her evening dress for me, which I'm pretty sure was the Stella McCartney halter, mm -hmm. that is the dress that I'm sure she wanted to wear or would have worn had she had the choice for going, like you say, Mal, a little bit more sexy with her wedding dress. And yeah, day dress flat for me, evening dress was where it all came in and yeah. all her style, personal style shone through. It did nothing for her. It had no shape. It showed, it, she just looked straight up and down the way. It didn't sort of yeah. go down at the waist or anything. Like Kate Middleton's did. So it, it showed that sort of sexy figure off, even though she had a very understated classic dress. But yeah, I completely agree. Megan's dress and her hair as well. Who did her hair? It was like, oh, we're running late. Scrape it in a bun and chuck a bale over it. <laughs> The one that wet uh, royal wedding dress I remember loving in recent years was actually Eugenie's and there was so much made of the fact that it was scoop backed and she was showing off her scar from when she had was it scoliosis she had um and she had to have her spine corrected and the fact that she was showing off 
everything about her and just owning owning this part of herself. I absolutely loved it. And she just looked so happy in her, on that dress and it just did so much for her. I thought she was stunning. I really like yeah. that V shape that she's got going on from the ends of her mm-hmm. shoulders. I, I don't think we have enough clothes that start at the ends of your shoulders rather than closer to your neck. So I actually really like how that's shaped and it kind of looks like it's almost like a small little cape, but it isn't. It's just like folded over. I, I really like her dress. I think it's stunning. Very, very beautiful. I love her tiara. What even is that? Is that a big massive emerald right in the middle of her, her tiara? Well, you know, when you've got access to the world's greatest jewellery, of course, you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> That's what I would take from weddings, the, the royal jewellery collection. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. When you see the three of the women that we've talked about side by side in their wedding dresses, they're very, very different, aren't they? Yeah, I'm sure there was, if you believe the press, I'm sure there were all sorts of controversies over uh, over the choosing of the tiara but uh, for Megan's and some of the fallout starting there. But interestingly, their bouquets are all very similar, I think, too. And I'm sure it's a tradition, a royal wedding tradition, that orange blossom is carried, or no, not orange blossom, lily of the valley is carried in the royal wedding bouquet. Ah, fascinating. I've just read that her head, uh, headpiece, Princess Eugenie, was worth 10 million. And it was a surprise for her on her wedding day. Oh, isn't that sweet? Well, I'm very depressed that I will never have anything quite so elaborate. <laughs> I won't even have a 10 million pound wedding budget, let alone for a tiara. <laughs> um, and when we're talking about the royals, I was mentioning there that uh, they've often done their dress change. I know Kate had an evening dress too. Megan definitely did. Would you do it if budget allowed? Would you go for a second dress? I think I would have to be torn between two dresses to make me go, no, I, I can't pick. I'll have that one then and I'll have this one then. Because if I don't want to spend so much money on a dress, because you see brides, I've seen brides that have this gorgeous dress and it's obviously too much. They're kicking it around as they walk all day out in front of them so they can take a step. And they put on like something really relaxed in the evening to be more comfortable, which I totally understand. But you've spent thousands of pounds on, or potentially on this gorgeous dress and you're only going to wear it once. Wear it for the full day. I, I, I can't imagine taking it off to put on something comfortable like I will just be uncomfortable that day just get my money's worth of the dress so hot on my wedding dress but yeah there was absolutely no way I was taking that off but I'm all for the more the trend the current trend for versatility where yes you have the overskirt that then you take off and reveal a slightly sleeker more chic uh dress I'm all for that and I think that's a good compromise too especially if you are going church wedding and wanting a bit more cover up and something a bit more modest to then go for your reception and be a bit more playful or bring that sexy edge to it too yeah 100% I 
definitely the separates and interchangeables are definitely the way to go and you get the best of both worlds but then you're still you've only got the price of one dress as well but then you can add on these accessories that you can then just have fun with even if it's a massive bow on your bustle during the day mm -hmm. just something totally to break it up yeah yeah or glass. i'm just going all comfort I'm going comfort all the way. Comfortable dress, not too long, not too short. I'm going to go for the Goldilocks zone. <laughs> As it will forever be Kristen, now, Goldilocks and Red Riding Hood all the way. <laughs> we have a lot to learn from fairy tales. <laughs> Just don't do a Cinderella in a Katie Price big pink bouffant dress there you go that's your 101 <laughs> that's going up on the 101 for sure i think that was already there before we came <laughs> we inherited that one <laughs> that one's been living on the shelf for a long time <laughs> <laughs>